Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are comedic, little darling If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt Todd's almost always joking when he says edit it out The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big-hearted Other podcasts in before his Recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know, the Podcasters Association voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So, welcome to the show. Hey, hey, how you doing? Um, this is Todd Glass. How are you? Good to hear from you. I am sitting here with Eric Olson. Hi. Hey. Hey. Let's see who can sound tougher. Hey. 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 Fucking guy. You fucking kidding me? You shitting me? Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck you. Yeah, you got a lot of nerve. Piece of shit. How you doing? Let me ask you a question. Um, Megan, are you turning 26th on July 24th? What? Oh, my God. How did Todd find out? How did he find out? How? I'm so busy with my politics. I didn't have time to write them. How? How did he find out?
because your sister loves you. Your sister loves you. She goes, she's so busy. She works in politics, so you can imagine her life has been extremely chaotic. But she finds time to listen to your show. Your sister goes, how she get time to listen to an hour show? Obviously, your sister doesn't listen to the show because it ain't no hour. <laughs> it's three hours. But guess what? Guess what? What's your sister's name? What's your sister's name? Caitlin. All right. Megan, I love you. If you're that busy and, and, and this show makes you feel good, and by the way, we record the opening of the show into a phone, so don't... I know Lyricist Joe says that, but I like to make it again clear. In case there's a new listener, hey, this isn't the best quality. Where, where do we get into our studio? You take a shit in your pants, and I've seen it. So, Megan, happy birthday, you bundle of love. You know, I also found out that some people, uh, well, we'll talk about it on next week's show. This show is we were in Washington, D.C. at the Kennedy Center in a really cool uh, theater there. They have their big theater. I don't know what it holds, 5,000 or whatever. I don't know. We were in a smaller theater, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It really was a lot of fun, and the crowd was... um, they were. I, I like them. I like when I connect my, my my eyes meet people in the audience and you see them and you like them. Plus, there was a really good looking couple in the first row. They were both in the military. I like that. They look good together. And you know what I realized that somebody could be in the military, and what they have to do. Both they're both in the military. He was. They both looked around twenty two, and um, when I met them, they were obviously very gentle and kind, and sweet. And you might think, well, you were in the military, weren't you? I forgot. But what did you do in the military? You did uh, accounts payable? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty close. Uh, You swapped the deck, didn't you? Isn't that where you out there? Now, what did you do in the military? I did law enforcement. You did law enforcement? Yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. When you're in there, if you see like a pretty girl and you and you 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 want to maybe go on a date, is that frowned upon? It depends if she is an officer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's rules. You can't. There are rules. You can't mess around with a, another person's wife. Well, of course, that's that's just. But they uh, go above and beyond to make that very clear. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to know any more about the rules of the military, you can go to their web page. <laughs> um, but I just was curious. I was just curious because um, anyway. So Megan, happy birthday! You're just the. You're just. You're just. I hope you're smiling. And and you know, uh, last week I, we're going to talk about it next week on the show because I think it's 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 uh, a good thing to talk about because we had mentioned depression. And by the way. Mr. Rogers, if it's mentionable, it's manageable. How often do those words echo the truth? Right? And then you mention you get depressed. I know, because some people think, well, everybody gets depressed. But no, this is worse. This is not. But I got some really cool emails, some things you can do and things that help. And uh, we'll talk about it on the opening of next week's show. So there's that. Okay. Number one, you're allowed to treat yourself like, well, well ah, I'm not even going to uh, give it away. It. I almost did mention it. Um, 
You know, the teacher, someone sent me an email about what was that teacher? He was a he 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 wrote a book. What book did he write? Can you pull up that screenshot I sent to you? I want to give someone their uh, their their due their just credit. So I, I just paused it for a second in case you heard a glitch. So someone wrote me. This guy's name is what? Henry David Thoreau. And read read what the, someone sent me in about him. I like it. Talks about being ahead of your time. Um. This says, uh, we'll skip down. He went on to write Walden. We read it like you're reading it into a, for a show. Which are now taught in almost every American literature class during his time. He was radical, but looking back, we can respect his strength and convention. Um, conviction. I thought this example might be useful to you. In, 19, or in 1837, he strongly opposed corporal punishment. While many people today still think it is acceptable. Now, what I liked about that is, remember what I said, if you want to make right decisions in life, go do radical. Like, you know, the people that it's just too far. Back then, maybe they were starting to grasp no hitting with objects. They, and that would have been fucking nuts. That would have been fucking nuts. Not even an object would have been fucking nuts then. And this guy says, not no hitting. Now, at the time, some smart people went, see, that's where they lose you. I'm all in for the no objects. You can't hit people with a, with a branch. And that would have been considered pro- crazy progressive, that someone would go, oh, yeah, you can't hit people with an object. You can't hit your children with an object. That would have been progressive to just, but this guy says no hitting at all. And they go, that's when they fucking lose you. This guy looked like, I'm all in for progression. I'm all in for learning. But this guy's saying he was fucking radical to the fucking extreme. The type of people that are called radical and they lose people. You're so radical, we're trying to get people not to hit children with an object. You go and say no hitting at all and you lose us people he's fucking radical fucking not radical slash crazy doesn't look so uh radical now does it to some people it does but what year was this again 1837 but that goes to show that there's always people that knew better well that's why i say when we invent the computer we don't say well, why didn't we invent the computer in the 1800s? Because maybe the information wasn't there. Right. This is not the way it goes. There were people back then that knew. If nobody knew back then, I would go, well, we just didn't know. But there were people that knew. And the further back that you go, the smaller amount it was. So in life, when you, whatever's radical, no smoking in the restaurants, people were like, just ridiculous. Then they got used to that. And then they said when there was no smoking in the baseball stadium, all right, I'm okay with it at a restaurant, which they weren't. Now, no, no, and you know those people had a fucking heyday. Heyday when it went out. Now, outside, I'm okay in the restaurant, but outside, are you sh- that's radical. That's radical. That's, that's, that's how, back then, that's how they lose you, no smoking at a stadium. It's out. Fucking side. That's radical behavior that loses the, the fight for no restaurants or at bars. Now they're going outside. Now they're going out of fucking control. As the years pass, what's it look like? Oh, just right? It's just right even at the stadium. We're compact. And so in life, like I told you, whenever there's a period where you think, look, I want to hopefully I make most of my decisions right from my heart. But what if I am confused? Follow the radical people. When it comes to kindness and 
non-smoking areas. <laughs> I have to tie it together, these fucking listeners. So, um, there's that. And that's just a preview of our new show. That's just a preview. We haven't even done it yet. On the opening... By the way, what I said just made sense. It did. It did. I'm sweating up a storm in here. Oh, just turned on the air conditioning. Um, all right, so live from the Kennedy Center is where we're going to go today. And um, hold on one second here. I think I got everything. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Anything else you want to say, Eric? No. Project. No. No. I almost went into one of our topics that we want to do. Now you might be thinking, oh, it looks like Todd and Eric are doing these shows like on the opening. You know, they're already, no, 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 no. Believe me, Eric's going to talk a lot more when we do the shows. This is just a, an opening. We're teasing you. But no, oh, I almost hit, wanted to hit one of the subjects. And uh, Eric said, let's save it. So I will. That's a long enough opening. Um, Camping with Todd, starring me, Zach Galavanakis, Eddie Pepitone, and John Doerr is now available on... Go90. Go90. So they uh, paid for the pilot. And guess what we get to do starting on Monday? We get to go... uh, they did it as, a, as an original. I think Verizon is the original company, right. as in a Verizon original. And they paid for the pilot. And then starting on Monday, they released it as an original. They paid for it. And now we get to go uh, try to sell it. And I think if you watch this, uh, you'll be able to say, oh, yeah, I could see that being a show every week. So I'm excited about that. And uh, that's, what our, that's what we'll be doing over the next few months, trying to figure out where we want to go, where would be the perfect home for it. Netflix, probably my first choice. The way I'd like to do it, where would your first choice be? Do, do you have, like in your head, if you just... Uh, probably Comedy Central. Comedy Central. The reason I say Netflix is because we could shoot it one night, we take everybody camping, sleep over... And then we show it on Netflix Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, maybe. Like we, un- re- we you know, a little bit. So we can really let it breathe and let it be like. Now, if Comedy Central offered me uh, uh, to do it there, would I, would I do it? Of course I would. I think Netflix is my first choice. I don't know. I'm trying to get a job at Comedy Central. That's why I said it. Well, why don't you email Gary Mann and tell him you're friends with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I think that's it. Oh, there is one more thing. So we, as we are starting to, uh, we're going to start on Facebook live streaming. And then I'm going to try to enter into the world of Instagram. I already said no to Snapchat. I fiddled around with it. But Instagram, live streaming on Facebook. And we want to uh, open up a store on my website. So we need someone out there that's, you know, pretty good. If you, you help me build my website in return, we'll try to, to promote the hell out of you on the podcast. But we need someone that's, you know, it's what they do and because we want to have a store. And we don't want to just sell typical things on the store. Of course, we'll sell T-shirts and all that stuff. But we want to sell, like, during the Christmas holiday. Like, Todd, uh, you know, will uh, call some, you know, uh, we'll, what do you say? We'll, we'll um, record me singing a Christmas song and we'll send it to one of your friends. Or, or for a certain price, uh, he'll do your outgoing message. 
And we'll give we'll, when we do stuff like that. We're going to have to give some money to charity. That way, I don't feel so guilty about it. But there'll be the typical things, and then there'll be things that are off kilt a little bit. We thought about it for a price. We don't know what the price is. The whole Todd Glass crew. It's going to be expensive. This is going to be an expensive one. We'll come sleep at your house and record a show from your house. Stuff like that. And then T-shirts, hats, clocks. I'm kidding. I remember Jim Gaffigan sold a clock once on his website. Had a picture of him. I have one. And uh, so email me at Todd Glass Comedy. Todd Glass Comedy. And I also... At Gmail. At Gmail. Todd Glass Comedy at Gmail. Say, hey, this is what I do. I build websites. And also, I just took a Portland date. It's, you know, this is so unprofessional. The date is... The date is August 11th through the 13th. Todd Glass. And also joining me will be Lyricist Joe, Jingle Joe, and Gingle Glenn. (laughs) One time, Eric's laughing because one time Chris Burden goes, wait, if you're Jingle Joe and then Glenn was playing the drums, he goes, you must be Gingle Glenn. (laughs) <laughs> and that's when we called his parents and got him on a, a, a bigger dose of medicine. Uh, oh, by the way, Chris Burden was with me in D.C. And it was like old times. It was so much fun. Um, all right, so that's it. Um, and uh, huh. is that Nick? By the way, I should tell you that Nick Lepa is sleeping at the table. Oh, that is. Oh, how do you do that? That's so inappropriate. He's recording the opening to a show. That That is is so unprofessional. How do you sit at the table? I mean, especially after we make fun of him. Three weeks we've been making fun of him for this. So, um, I know I'm right. I I apologize. I just want to make sure I got everything. You're great. I, 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 I demand that you smile. How about that? I'm going to be this very forceful with these people that are listening to my show, cuddled up in bed with your blanket, maybe. Just drink a lot of water, I heard, if you're depressed. That's what Megan told me. Drink a lot of water. By the way, I'm not, I'm not being one of those idiots. Like, I know people going through serious depression. Yeah, drink a lot of water. Great. <laughs> it just means treat yourself like you have the flu. That's what I heard, too. Let yourself sometimes... Be there and go see a doctor. <laughs> One of my lawyers told me I need to say that. So what do I know about depression, you might say? What if there's someone saying that and then they go, Todd, don't, don't talk. Don't, don't, yeah, I love you to death. Don't start talking about depression. There's so many, I, I get it. Believe me, I fucking know about depression. Did you ever see my first special on Comedy Central? I saw it too. <laughs> All right, everybody. I love you. Do I overuse that term? No, I love you. Some people go, oh, yeah, well, there's a lot of people that listen to the show. Yeah, but I'm talking to you. Come here. Do you want to... Come here. Everything's going to be okay. I swear. I'll put you right in your fucking head when I see you, and you're going to love it. Um, Goodbye, everybody. Enjoy the show. Chip Chantry is our guest. Oh, by the way, I also took a week in Philadelphia, the same week I took last year at Helium, and uh, it's the week of Martin Luther King's birthday, I think it was, because we have Monday off. So I'm going to do like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
and Sunday. I'll do a Sunday show, not Monday, because we have no work on Monday. So it's that Martin Luther King weekend. I'm going to do a really long weekend like last year, and um, looking forward to it. All right? Look for the helpers. Remember what Mr. Rogers said. Whenever there's a lot of tragedy going on, it doesn't get rid of the tragedy. It just helps counterbalance things. Look for the helpers. It can actually be calming. And um, here's Chip Chantry, Todd Glass, Chris Burden, Marcus on drums, Bryce on keyboards, live at the Kennedy Center. Aristotle? Rolling the show. Now entering Nerdist.com. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Kennedy Center, the Todd Glass Show. Two more people coming in. They look good. Wow. Give them some walk-in music. Whatever you got. Oh my god, it's from the improv. It's Melba and Rudy, ladies and gentlemen. Come on! Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Blah, 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 blah. It's the remembering the words that fucks me up. If I could just do that, I'd be fine. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Nah, they fucked it up. Because they're just all he wants. This guy calls me up, uh, uh, Bryce, uh, with ideas. That's what I do at the studio. Um, at the studio, I have this. Hello. And then at the studio, I have. Hello. I have a lot of bells and whistles. Don't be jealous. I can tell the guy on the sofa is like, fuck, this guy's got a lot of bells and whistles. Maybe we should have uh, brought some more people. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but he, Bryce will call me with ideas. You know, he's like, hey, Todd. I figured out how you can travel with pot. I go, oh, Bryce, is, is this is this Im- important? Because if it is, I'll, I got a second, but I'm just running into a... I say get my hair cut a lot, but it's not what it really is. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Now everyone's like, wonder what it is. No, I get a pedicure every day. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get my feet to, to be sanded off in a non-painful way. So uh, he'll call me. No, it's just a good idea. If you, tra- if you traveled with pot... You just put like a Hershey bar in your underwear and hit it with the blow dryer a little. And then you put your pot in there. They ain't going to want to go through shitty underwear. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that, would, that, would, that would work every time, Bryce. Thank you. I, don't, I see no loophole in that. So when I started this podcast a long time ago, there was a, a guy, uh, and hello at home. Uh, they get nervous. They go, he usually says hi to us. What's this? Uh? Uh, so when I started this four years ago, uh, uh, there was my, uh, another guy was supposed to do the sound, and a month later he goes, I can't do it anymore because I got this job. He goes, but I got my friend Chris. At that time he was 20. He's 23. And I thought, first of all, I know. I know. He was tw- one time I asked him to pick up beer. He goes, I'm not 21 yet. I go, what? So uh, not that I didn't believe there weren't people that weren't 21. I'm not one of those people. You know, he just, Chris, you know, people go, what year were you born? They get mad. By the way, you know how I know they give youth a bad time? I thought of something today. I swear to God. Just to to keep talking about youth gets the raw end of the deal. They really do. That no one trusts them ever. Uh, Is that, uh, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, about the age. I've literally seen it. We're saying, how old are you? I was born 1993, somebody says, right? The night you, what the fuck? 
Yeah, there's people that were younger than you. Is that, are you going to be mad every time in life when you meet people really young? Don't be, and nobody wants to hang out with old people that hate to tell you how you used to be so great. You realize that? If, all you, if, you even, if you're old and you talk about how people, young kids are stupid, you don't, you don't say it viciously. I don't want to put words in your mouth and people are happy that I'm saying it. No, they're not. They don't say, oh, fuck young people. No, it's not like that. It's more like, ah, oh, the kids today, the kids today. <laughs> they, they, all they do is stare at their phone. The kids today aren't. I said this. They go, kids today, all they do is stare at the phone. First of all, there's other shit in there. If my mom's reading a magazine, we don't fucking, you know, give her shit. You know, we don't go, oh, you're just staring at your magazine, you know. But that's what happens. The phone is the magazine. Now, I'm not saying that there's times to put the phone away. That's not my point. And I want to be really clear with that, and then I'll introduce you. I want to be, I want to be, really, I want to be really clear with that, is that what I'm saying is, yes, there are times where you uh, do want to tell people to put their phone away. Even me sometimes. I don't mind if my friends remind me. You know, they're like, hey, put your phone away. I can talk through it. So I understand that. I have to play it and get the volume up for it to insult me. And then I go, I don't care. I pointed it out. That's how this show runs. And then I go, what? What do you mean? Anything. These hotel towels. Oh, I'll tell you what. Blah, 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 I'm sick of these hotel towels. They're so disgusting. Blah, 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 blah. I know. So anyway. So let me get this out. So uh, yeah, just the the uh, if you want to be old and lonely, you, you can't. It's not like fuck old people, young people. It's not like that. But I, I, the reason I'm pointing to you, sir, is when I when I said it, your wife looked at you, her girlfriend. She went, mm. and I want to mirror what you say. You casually, all they do is look at their phone. Uh, they they don't have attention span anymore. And 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 I always want to go, what the fuck? Where do you live? I meet uh, young people all the time that are fucking great at one to one conversation and great on their computer. And then there's always been people that were dis interested. And you think, yeah, but it's, here's how people want to go. Yeah, 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 but it's worse now. <laughs> Tell me I'm half right. No, you're not half right. You're just, it's like, and I, why do I get angry about it? Because if the, there's, I'm not going to change people's minds by just whispering out my opinion. You got to go stop it. You want to be an old fuck that hangs out with other people your age? Keep telling kids how dumb they are. They don't want to be around you. Even if you're right, do you like that? Even, let's say you're dead fucking right. They still don't want to be around you. So you end up 80 with other 80-year-olds. Do you want that? Then stop that shit now. And why do I yell? Because you know one person here is going to go, I fucking remembered he said that. I did. I caught myself. Oh, kids, you know what? Oh, kids aren't going to be able to meet a rap, meet, read a map in 10 years. I heard someone said that two weeks ago. Kids aren't going to. Now, normally I go, well, I think they'll always be able to read a map, but you're probably. I didn't even engage them. I went, I, I have fun doing it. I go, who gives a fuck? And that was to someone in the dry sauna at my gym. That's a true story. Uh, but I said it affectionately. I'm like, who gives a fuck? They don't make horseshoes anymore either. And I'll tell you why I do that. Because sometimes there's younger people in there, and I want them to know that I'm like, they're like, this fucking guy gets it. Not that old dumb fuck, you know? I love telling old people to go fuck themselves. That's why I can't wait till I'm 80. I'm going to, oh, I'll be so popular. I'll be like, shut up. I'm 80. Die. So anyway, I'm not saying young kids are perfect. That's not the point. Some people want to take something out of it. Oh, young kids. We're not talking about that. We're talking the pulse of young people tends to be right. So if, you're, if we hit a crossroads in life, I really do believe this. It's scientific. And if you want to argue about it after the show, I'm happy to, if you find a loophole in what I'm about to say. Every time there's a young group of people that defend somebody's rights, they always end up being right. They never, there's never a group that they went, oh, they were wrong about that. No, and if it is, yell it out. Right. You might say it amongst your friends, but 
in public, you're not going to realize, you're not going to yell it out. I don't think there's anybody here like that. So I'm saying watch what young people do and, and fucking pay attention. They're not always right, but they're going to be right more than you, it's whether you fucking like it or not. Okay, your job isn't to find a young person that makes a mistake and go, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's not what I, I said. Numbers. They're going to be right more than you. If the young pulse of the generation, once Bernie's, and this is, I might piss off people here, but the facts are in my favor and I read every goddamn email. If they're right, do you think history is going to say that all the young people that supported Bernie Sanders were bros? Oh, they were very, you don't think it's going to write? Every young generation, whatever they end up liking, it ends up being the right thing. They're right about that too. You need to fucking get over it. Whoever you're going to vote for, if it wasn't Bernie Sanders, don't be a dick in the mud. Oh, what you're saying is this. Yeah, I get what you're saying. The young kids tend to be right. I know what you mean, but that could have changed this year. This is the year where they weren't as smart. Why don't you check yourself into a mental institution, you fucking lying bag of shit? So when I started this podcast... <laughs> There is truth to what I'm saying. And I know, that, I know if you don't agree, you're like, all right, that doesn't mean because kids like Bernie Sanders. He... <laughs> so four years ago, I started doing this podcast. I smell like vinegar. I do. It's my shirt. Anyway, so four years ago, I started doing the podcast. This other guy couldn't do it. His name was Andrew. He, he passed away March 5th. No, I'm kidding. Um, and he loves it when he listens to the podcast. He doesn't care. If I mention his name, he gets a boner. Uh, his pants, his, his boner will rip out through his pants. That's how excited he gets. No, they have a, they, his mom and dad videotape that they go, yeah, we'll videotape. And I'm like, Todd this, Todd that. He's like, eh, <laughs> uh, So, Andrew, you know I love you. And uh, so he, he stepped in, and he wasn't a stand-up comedian, and he did a fucking great job. For like two years, we do videos. That's when we used to get to the studio at 12 o'clock in the afternoon to do a show at 7 at night. I had a lot of jingles. He would make loops, never complained. And, uh, you know, and, uh, his, and his, uh, his name is uh, Chris. His name is, uh, so he's, so uh, we've gone through a few people. And uh, so Chris, I said, can you, Jake couldn't, I don't know what happened to Jake. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll stop at the face. Uh, but um, so I'm glad I, I called Chris. I'm like, can you do the show at the Kennedy Center? He's like, yeah. So he got here like, yesterday. We went to the improv last night. We had fun. Don't you have a new, uh, didn't we make you a jingle? Chris Vernon is back. Chris Vernon is back. You turn it off. Chris Vernon is back and he's running the board for the Todd Glass Show. You learned Chris it? Chris Vernon is back. No, did you learn it? Chris Vernon is Here back. Here we go. Let's do it. Don't fuck it up. Chris Vernon is back Todd and he's running Todd the board for the Todd Glass Show. Chris Vernon is back and the Todd Glass Show. Chris Vernon is back and the dot da da. Do it. Take it away. you something before I bring up our guests. 
That will be funny at home. For the people that listen to the show, I know Garrett's saying, is that going to be funny? Yes, because you don't understand they're listening. It's obvious you didn't know the song. But you get like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. See, I wanted you to do it more, but I felt like, why are we doing this? This isn't like, it seems like he's making us do something unfunny. I would never do that to you. And you're going to listen, and you're going to go, he was fucking right. It's funny, because they're going to picture everyone there. They didn't learn the song. Everything's going to be fine. Chris, what was your old song? No? Can we turn my mic up a little? We did? No. Oh, you seem excited. <laughs> no, don't play that yet. Um, I guess we should... You have it? I took a little trip down La Cienega I only stopped to shop for fancy cars Then from the black was there came the sound of a drum set boom. The music came from the soundboard guy. Todd told him, dig in and don't be shy. Wow. Excitement grew as he played a ball to the pre recorded jingle song. Ba 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 ba. Sounds weird playing jingles when you're doing a live show because you're just watching you watch us play jingles. And it's like, is that weird? But, you know, everything's going to be just fine. So I think we had everything out of the way. And now these two gentlemen sitting over there, uh, right over there is um, uh, at the drums is Marcus. Uh, Marcus, give a little boom, boom, boom. Every time I mention your names, do something. More than that, more than that. Don't be stupid. And... Uh, that's Bryce on keyboards who played last time I was at the Improv and they also played last night at the Improv and they did a great job. He wants to play with that synthesizer so bad and he got to. <laughs> By the way, to George Harlan, he will not stop. I go, just keyboards. And even Marcus tells him he just likes keyboards. He doesn't, he goes, oh, what about this? And, and Marcus, to George Harlan, he goes, no, 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 Bryce, he just likes keyboards. And he goes, oh, you think he'll like this? So he'll be like, Something. He goes, I got I, 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 I take my neighbor's car backfiring and I put it on a loop. <laughs> it was so much work for that to come out of my mouth. Um, so thank you guys. And uh, you, you did a great job last night. I always feel better if I get all the niceties out of the way. And I just want to make sure that I did all that. I thank those guys. And then uh, you guys look great. You look really good. Wow. So let's do this. Um, is there anything else we should play? You know what we could do? What if you played that in the background the whole show? No, just the thunder. Don't play that. Play the thunder. Yeah, maybe you're right. Wouldn't that make it better? It's like, what? It's cozy. We're like, out there, it's that. But in here, it's this. A little less. A little less. A little less on the rain. A little less on the thunder, too. I mean, hopefully we're inside. Want to sleep over? Shut up. How fun would that be if we all slept over? The truth of the matter is, if there was a blizzard outside right now, or whatever you get in Washington, or you get, you get blizzards here, and we all had to sleep in this room, like, there, everyone there, no one was dying. They're just, you weren't getting out of here tonight. It wasn't a tragedy. There's so much food here in this, in this place. There's food everywhere you turn. Piles, plates of deli food. I love it. I love it. That's the only reason I like doing theaters, because backstage is always plates of deli food. I want rolled lunch meat, okay? Does that make me an asshole? Someone told me once, Mike Myers, I heard he's a dick. His assistant told my friend that he wants deli trays every day delivered to his house. Good! Good! I do too! 
and there's a deli that makes money. So what the fuck? You just like trash talking people? Oh, I heard the oh, blah 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 gets their hair cut every day. Good, the person that cuts it makes a lot of money. What do you give a fuck? Anyway, I make fun of Jay Leno. That's it. I don't make fun of other people. All right. So let's bring Chip up to his. Did you learn his song? Yeah. Now, did you really learn it? Yeah. Potato salad. Oh, you'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll play it and then you guys will sing it uh, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll see if you did. Chip, oh, so what do I say about Chip? I want to say something nice about Chip. What, uh, Chip Chantry, ladies and gentlemen. Chip Chantry. Hold on. Where's my reverb? Hello, hello, hello. Wow. What can I say about Chip Chantry? All that for that. Um, <laughs> stop. Uh, how about when I ask him to play Q? He goes, sure. All right, relax. <laughs> he's like, he's trying to go, oh, he just, uh, he's so professional, you know what I mean? Uh, are they recording this? I, to George Carton, that's an honest question. Are you guys recording this show? Yes. I never checked. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, to George Carton, that's my safe word. I said it to him today, I go, they record it, right? Because sometimes we travel with someone that records it. I go, I think they are. And then I'm, what if they go, no, we don't record it. I'm like, oh, fuck, well, this is for you, folks. <laughs> So uh, I work in Philadelphia a lot, and then I would come in. I would see Chip always perform at the uh, like uh, at the. I saw him perform a few times at Helium Comedy Club, and then I was like, oh, I wanted to say, hey, could you see if that guy Chip Chantry can uh, uh, do the show with me all week? I just have a two-person show. I have a band. They introduce Chip. Chip walks off stage. So it's a good, it's a, it's a fun job. And then um, uh, and then he did it. And then I use him every fucking time. I think I didn't use him once. I because Blake Wexler fucking oh, he's like yeah, they're getting tired of him and shit. But you know, I don't want to start any fights. Uh, because he's funny and I like him and he's easy to get along with and you know that's what people tend to like to hang around with so uh, he's my guest tonight ladies and gentlemen Chip Chantry Oh. 
That's Jay Leno if you told that joke on his panel. Ryan Leno is the him. This how rich, this how rich people drink. Why do I? Why do I say that? I, I can do better jokes than that. Edit that out, Aristotle. This is nice. Where, where's? Is there only two of them? <laughs> it's not fake, folks. No, that was that was on purpose. I know, but I love. Is everything? Good thing it's not fizzy water. Is everything all right with you? Yeah. You feel good? Yeah. Are you happy in your DC? You in a good mood? We were going to leave tonight. Me and him were going to drive to Philly. I said, no, he was like, somebody came out of here for to hang out with everybody. I said, you hang out with Melba from the improv. He's like, that? Fuck. Ain't fucking hanging out with Melba. I said, that's me. That would hurt her feelings. <laughs> I said, hang out with Rudy. What? And then he goes, Rudy? He's going to fucking hang out with Rudy the dumb fuck from the improv? He said, he's a nice I people. Apologize. I apologize. How great would it be if you made everybody sleep over and then we left? <laughs> I'd never do that. People, I feel, get nervous sometimes when I'm at a, a, a comedy club and I go, yeah, I'm going to hang out at the bar. It's fun to hang out at a, at a bar after a show sometimes. Not always, but sometimes I love it. And then I'm thinking, if it takes too long upstairs, I picture they're downstairs. Where is he? And then when I get there, it doesn't seem like it's like that. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm over here. Hey. Hanging out. They're like, please, can you get up? When they come right up, hey, do you have uh, nachos? I'm like, oh, I think I'm a waiter. Uh, so anyway, how are you, Chip? I'm doing great. This is, uh, I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for the uproarious applause. I didn't expect that. Uh, really nice. It's a nice room, too. I... It's a, it, like for the people at home. It's a, it's high ceilings, the blue lights. You had. You like, grew up in Philadelphia. I grew up in right? Philadelphia. Why are they dumb? Well, they're, they're not dumb. I'm, I not know, saying, I'm, I'm not saying that they're dumb. I'm just alluding to it. it it's. Uh, <laughs> but this room is nice. Yeah, I feel like this is like uh, this is what like the waiting room for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire would be like. Like this is. You know what I mean? Like like eventually like the lights are gonna all change and be like Deborah Allen from Minneapolis. You're next, and then she goes out and. Because it's nice. Like, that's a fancy It's nice, show. but there's a lot of lighting in it. I, I like, like it, yeah. I like the blue. Not that we want to give too much visual, you know, on the uh, on the podcast. Now, let me do this so I time myself good. We start We start at 8.30. We go to we go to 9, right? I'm kidding. We go to 10. 8.30 to 10. What time is it now? I just want to pace myself. I always say don't ask what time it is on the podcast because I feel it makes people think you're watching the clock. But sometimes, wow, that's my favorite thing. We got, we're fine. Fine. They say an hour, but nah, you gotta, you know, you gotta go up to Greg and you know Thomas. My right phone's here. on California time. It's actually midnight. Oh, okay. Well, we'll wrap it up. Oh, oh, sure. Well, thank you guys for sticking around. That doesn't make sense. So. That's right. Everything you do makes sense. That's why people look at you and back away. That's not a good. They don't walk away and back at him, but that's how bad sign you're. You know, people go, "Hey, nice." They back up while they're looking at you because they're <laughs> nice to meet you. I guess that's what people do to murderers, so maybe not a great point to bring that up. Um, uh, shit, I don't know what to talk about. Should I just go? No. <laughs> I want to see, by the way, I'm going to run you through some of the, uh, the gambits of okay. the... Uh, uh, I want to ask you some questions. Do you know that at hotels, that they sometimes, they, there's unwashed things on your bed, and then does that bother you? And I want you to be totally serious. I, I don't think, and I'm, I'm a germaphobe, and it, and it doesn't really bother me that much for whatever reason. I think, I think my, my laziness overrides my germophobia. So I'm just See, like, yeah, I have that, that. Okay, I have that too. Like I could fall asleep anywhere, you know. Like if someone, and I'll lick a dog's mouth. So it's not. I'm not a germaphobe. You know, I know that sounds gross when you say it, but you know what I mean. I don't lick a dog's mouth, but I will suck on its lips. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I, I'll like. Hopefully, maybe I'll shake some of your hands afterwards, and I will run. 
to the men's room to wash my hands afterwards. But if I see like a schnauzer outside, I will make out with it for 15 minutes and not think twice about it. I just love, you know their lip, I turn it inside and I say, I'll say that if a dog, first of all, I don't go up to strange dogs and do that. It has to be either a dog that's yours or something. You're, you're so close to someone's dog where you know that you can do that. You start, I start with aggressively petting and like squeezing and mushing, you know, because they might be scared. They might have been in a home where they're not used to it. By the time I'm biting them, like I never had to go wrong. And... <laughs> I'll bite them, and then I will, like, turn up their lip off. They're super friendly. The bigger they are, I like to turn their lip up and go, I just want to see every fucking part of you. And they love it. They're like, I like it. Because of course they like it. It feels good. You have a dog. I do. His name's Stanley. He's a... He's like he's a, he's an Ewok like he's a he's like a little uh, like terrier kind of like lobster lobster kind of guy but he's just he's just running around. Actually, I can I, I can I actually throw a question out to the audience sure. to, to this because this and this is not this is to George Carlin. This is true. Uh, uh, this this happened and it's a comedy related riddle that I have no idea what's what's going on. So I live in Philadelphia. I live in this nice little neighborhood in Philadelphia, and uh, I take my dog for a walk all the time. And a couple weeks ago, this is about a month or two ago, I was walking the, walking the dog, and there's this old man. He's like, oh, you know, he's in his 70s, something like that. He's just walking uh, down the street, and I'm walking my little dog. He, like he said, he's a little terrier. And the guy just walks past, points at my dog, laughs, and goes, hey, hey, get him a skateboard, and just keeps walking. <laughs> And, and, and I was like, and like I, was, I did the polite thing. I was like, oh yes, get him a skateboard. Like I like maybe he was just trying to be funny. Maybe he was just picturing a little dog on a skateboard, which is funny. Or like, but then I'm thinking maybe he thought I was somebody else, and there was an inside joke about a dog on a skateboard. But I was like, oh yeah. I, I swear, two weeks later, the same guy comes walking past, and walking past, and he just points and goes, hey, hey, get him a skateboard. Oh. Like that's his line for dogs, I guess, right? So and this, and I'm not making this up at all. This is George Yesterday, before I drove down here. I was walking my dog, and it had been a couple weeks since this guy, out of the corner, and I've been waiting for this guy, because I'm like, I almost want to ask him what he means by it, because like, I feel bad just patronizing him, I want to know, I, I swear to you, out of the corner of my eye, as I'm walking the dog, down the street comes the old man on a sh- like an old Schwinn bicycle, he's riding a bicycle this time, and he just drives past and goes, ugh, get him a skateboard, and keeps driving. <laughs> But here's the thing. I have an idea. But my favorite thing is it wasn't like he was laughing about it the, the last time. The, 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 no, the, no. the last time he, he did it like it was like he was obligated to do. He's like, eh, get him a skateboard. No, I know what he's doing. He's trying to change the tone of it so it sounds like a different joke. And I'll tell you what I would do. I would carry around a skateboard. I'd wear a big jacket. And then when I finally saw him, I'd go, I got a skateboard. Oh, by the way, after that. this joke, I want you to go, just go boom, boom, boom on the drums like it was the best thing in the world. Just, you'll know when. You know what I would do? You'll know when because I'll point to him, not because the joke will tell. <laughs> you know what I would do? I would get a skateboard, and the minute he said it the next time, I would hold it up. i go, I got you a skateboard for that fucking joke of yours, huh? <laughs> that was not what I wanted on the drums. Everybody fucking knew it. You know what I wanted. I could send anybody out there to the drums. They would go, well, I can't play as good as him because he is a very good drum. Or, but he, they would go, yeah, he wanted like, boom, 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 boom. Am I right? Let's try it again. Watch. Um, so I would say, and really, don't try to teach me a lesson. That's the worst thing. No, that's what happens. If you just do the bit, and you try. And the way this works is, you really try to do it the way you think I want it this time. And if you do it, we're all gonna go like, yeah, you fucking got it. You don't go ha 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 and try to do a bit. But he did it before. Well, you gotta understand, this is Marcus. He's a guy that have to tell. Don't I say you have to wear black shirts with no pizza sauce? Because one time he had pizza sauce on his shirt. I go, Marcus, there's pizza sauce on your shirt. He goes, yeah, but it's a black shirt. I go, I have to say no pizza sauce? And he doesn't know. He's like, oh, you didn't say anything about pizza sauce. So I said, here's your skateboard. It's for that fucking joke. 
rolling it a lot. Like, no knocks on those symbols. Do it again. I count down to 20 seconds. I'm telling you, if, I, if we're on this road together and I do a joke one night, you tell me if you think I'm right. I go, uh, I don't know, I always go to the old give a joke. They go, joke, joke, you can whisper to me or one line. Uh, I should be able to think of one joke. I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm 32. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, I saw a guy with a... What was it? You know what? That's a great one. Uh, it is a great one. Oh, I want to do it like if we're in that. And then you just do that. You go nuts. I mean, yeah, go nuts and bang on the keyboards. Earn his money. Um, now he's only 12, and he doesn't get paid, so we're, don't, don't call the unions. Uh, there's no money going into his hands. Uh, I saw a guy the other day, this is a true story. He, has, he had wooden legs, but he had real feet. Oh, you dumb fuck. No, 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 no. What the fuck are you going to do but look up here? Are you stupid? Okay, let's do it one more time. I saw a guy... Oh, now I feel bad. Like, be scared. He's only 12. I, well, no, no, he didn't mess up. Oh, is that how you really take things in? I like that you score your own story. Uh, that anger, you might think, is that real? Some people want to know that. There's someone here analytical. How is that real? 90% fake. Well, it's 100% real that I wanted to do it right, but you, that's not the way you communicate with people. I get it. Do you? I did it again. Oh, no. So I saw a guy the other day, he had wooden legs. This is actually a true story. He had wooden legs, but he had real feet. Yeah. You wouldn't want to see that all night long at a show? You know you fucking would. And do it more this time. I want you to do it until I go cut, stop here. And I'll act like I'm in a comedy. How about when you do it? Okay, you want to do it like you're at the show, you do one of your jokes. Wouldn't you like to have this happen? Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you have like a one-liner? Um, yeah, you're at a club, you don't even know this is going to happen, okay? So do one of your one-liners. Or it could be a 20-second joke, it doesn't matter. Okay, um, uh, yeah, I got to think of a 20-second 20, 20 joke. Um, uh, all right, uh, uh, we, we just... Can I tell you, it's funny how me and you get nervous to do jokes. <laughs> to do jokes, I, I, I can just talk. Oh, no. You would think just that, I'm the same as you. You were like, I thought, well, Chip's a writer. He, yeah. Chip goes up, he said... <laughs> Your, your posture is bent over. You're like, I, I gotta think of a joke. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do it. No, it's gotta be a joke that's right for this. I can. Um, Hello? Okay, you ready? Here we go. The people at Copper Tone Sunscreen. Let me start again. Okay, I'm gonna do some. I wanna be the band leader if I toured with you. Okay. And, I, and I'll give you guys. I, I like, you know, you know that guy that travels? I would be wearing a black suit. I would stand here all night at a podium, and I'd be like, so, I'd be like, I'd be yelling at them all night. You would love it. Um, okay, so, good. I'll be, you're just doing your act. Okay, hey, pretend there's a red curtain behind him. I see the woman talking to the guy with the beard. She's uh, talking about something. I think it's they're not liking the way the show is. <laughs> so, I see two people talking, and I think over there going, I guess this is what they do. <laughs> I mean, the young, well, young people like it because they're hip. <laughs> I love to say that when there's older people. There's not here, but sometimes. <laughs> okay, here we go. When I tell you to stop, go ahead. I like the larger ladies I do, the bigger gals. That's why my last girlfriend and I were like trash bags. She was hefty, and I was glad.
United States tomorrow night? No, he'll go, <laughs> So uh, here's what I want to ask you about your dog. I'm very professional. Yes. So just when people like, oh, they just don't have any order, you're like, fuck, they do. They went back to the dog thing. They know what they're doing. <laughs> your dog, he has to, uh, I'm out of breath. Sorry. Maybe that's why conductors couldn't do that. Give me 30 minutes. No, no, seriously. Just, no, just sit there quietly 30 minutes. Um, yeah, I love animals, obviously, by that bit, you know, but uh, I don't know if I have the... And if you do it, I think it's great, because as much as I love animals, walking a dog every day, it must be... That, how many people have to walk their dog all the time? They don't, you can't use pee pads, which are sort of... I know some people do, so I don't want I guess if I had a great game, I would teach them how to use a pee pad. Is that wrong? Just so people could come over and watch him take a shit on it. And I'd play some funny music. I'd have fun. Uh, so he has to walk his dog. You have to walk your dog. What type of dog do you have? Oh, that's, ah, a, that's a good dog. Well, you know what are we going to say now? Now we have to say it for everybody. It's going to seem rude. Well, there's something beautiful about all dogs. All right. That's why one time when they, you know, they set up dogs, I get a, sometimes to try to get them adopted. So they put them out in front of an area to park and, and cage, you know, usually you can pet them and, you, you know, you try to be careful. But uh, some woman goes, oh, that dog's ugly. She didn't say, you know, she didn't say yelling. It's just said it near the dog. And I was like, you don't have to do that. <laughs> you know, and I, and I didn't say anything, but I wanted to. I mean, the dog doesn't understand English, but it's not a great energy. Why do you feel, oh, the dog's ugly? I want you, you're all, your kids are ugly. You know, they are. You're all stupid, so I'm sure you don't even understand me. You don't tell a dog it's ugly. It's okay if you want to stay behind its back, you know, and you walk away and go, not that one. But you know, oh, it's ugly. Yeah. So anyway. There's no ending to that story, but uh, I didn't adopt any of the dogs, and she got that one. Anyway, <laughs> so the story, the story, she felt so bad. So he has to walk his dog. Give me, how old's your yellow lab? And what is this uh, nice young lady's, what is your name? Jen. Jen. Jen? Hi, how long have you guys been dating? Wow. Fresh. Let's ask some yeah. questions. Yeah. yeah, really, nice ones. Yeah, yeah. Learn about them. Where was your first date? Where where'd you go on your first date? Uh, we went to like a, a stir fry. Oh wait, we, she doesn't have a mic, so talk real loud. You went to a stir fry place? Yeah. Not where there's other people at the table. No, not in the box. It's just. Watch your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you got a foul mouth. Jeez, I know. Say a box. What kind of audience do you have here? Say say a bocce again. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Spicy. So you went to a stir fry place? Is that what you asked? Yeah, yeah. And what? And uh, and uh, and then uh, where'd you meet? School. Where? What school? The Naval Academy. Oh, you go to the Naval Academy? Wow. Are you in the Navy? Good for you. You want? Would you like me to sing? <laughs> in the Navy, you can do da 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 da. In the yeah. Do you know it? No. You don't know it? Oh, I'm telling your commander, yeah. whoever you t- whoever you tell. <laughs> you guys are gonna be swabbing the deck for weeks. That's gonna be. We have like all old. Yeah. We don't really. Yeah. Do you have to swap the deck if you mess up? Because me and Chip were saying that maybe that's like a thing, but it doesn't really happen. It's not too swept anymore. They're a little bit bigger. It's like a full And they have to do what? What would you do wrong? That you have. Oh, by the way, I don't want you to give away any secretive information. Uh, uh, but what would it be that you would do wrong? Show up late. Are you in the military too? Oh, you're both in the military. Oh, wow. oh. Both in the they met in the military. Oh, fancy. Oh, serving their country. Wow, look at us. Oh, we met in the military. We serve our 
our country. Oh, we're good looking and good for the country. Look at us. We're perfect people. We look great. We look great. In shorts and a short sleeve shirt. I've got my fancy black dress on. We know how to look dignified. We're the Kennedys. We're like the Kennedys. We go to Nantucket in the summer. We have a period, but I know they're plastic. They're wrong. Okay. So anyway, he has to walk. He's nice talking to you. Um, how's your cat? What's your cat's name? Nathan. I like that. I, like I just like to do that. Don't say that look, because it's like, oh my god, is there something? Like, does he freak out when the people are weird with the cat's name? No, his name, tell him his last name. It's hilarious. Um, I, there's no the name. cat. There's, there's no last name. I wanted to see. Thank. Guys, it was named after his father, who just passed who away. Just passed away. We don't really, you're laughing at that now. His yeah. father Nathan just passed away. He named, he named his cat, cat after, after that. You guys are mocking. I can't him. believe you did that. That's really. That's really inappropriate. Jeez. Jesus. Oh. Is that? Is that? Can, can we? Is it? Who did the slide whistle? Was that he you? did. Yeah. No, there's, there's, always, I, it's always you. Oh, you had to. Let me hear it again. Oh wait 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 uh, yeah uh, no, wait, let's try let's try wait wait let's try both let's try both ways I want to see what's sadder okay uh, all right so after I yelled him and then and then, then do up first do do up first you guys just laughed at him he named the cat after his father who just passed away can I do it yeah then do it the other way yeah. you guys are laughing at him he named the cat after his father who just passed away I think number two you like number yeah. two yeah. I can't believe you guys like number two better. Wouldn't that be great if your credit card got declined at a restaurant? And then the waiter comes over with a slide whistle. Sorry, your credit card got declined. Try the other way. I'm sorry, your credit card just got declined. Or if you're in bed with a girl, you or whatever you like to go to bed with. Um, I have to. Okay. Yeah. Todd. Todd. This is Todd. <laughs> I've heard say that before. Oh. Hello. Hello, Doc. Yes. Doc, Doc, this is uh, Dr. Uh, Peterman calling about your test results. I'm sorry, what's your doctor? I'm sorry, I didn't hear your name. This, this is Dr. Peterman. Dr. Peterman. Oh, Dr. Peterman, how are you? Yeah, I wanted to bring you to the office. Oh, yeah, you still, by the way, before you tell me, by the way, this is the worst thing I've ever done. I wanted to tell you before you tell me the results of my test. Uh, that nurse that you had over there, so friendly, so nice, what a good energy. What's her name? Uh, her name is Donna. What is it? Donna. Donna. Well, just tell her a big thank you, because every time I come in there, and I've been in there when it's packed your office. Right. She's super nice, she's friendly, she's just such a, such a good energy. But right. Uh, but I, I do have some test results for oh, you. Oh, mind if I ask you one more thing? Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. I don't understand what my insurance. It says I'm 40%. Do you guys, okay. sometimes they bill me what I'm leaving, and sometimes... Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you Blue Cross? I'm Blue Cross. Blue Cross, okay. Anthem. Okay, could you, read me, could you read me your number real quick? Uh, do you have your card? Andy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I know if I'm hard. A is an apple. Okay, A. K is a no. K, K. K, silent K. G seven seven four five zero three zero seven B and B is in... Boy, aren't you... Your ticket at B's and boy, I'm having a great day. I hope you are too. Nice to be talking to you on the phone. E is in I don't know. I, uh, I couldn't think of one. Yes, oh, uh, hey, doctor, what 
did you call for? Uh, so I wanted to bring you into the uh, office for this, but uh, you know, I, I know you're really busy on the road. But I, I have the you test results. You wanted to bring me into the office? Yeah, I wanted to tell you my test results. I, I like to do this in person, but uh, uh, but but I figured uh, I, you need to know as soon as possible. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the, the, the test results, the results came in uh, that we did from for you the other day. Uh, they're positive. Was that a slide whistle in the background? Uh, that's why I wanted to bring in Donna here. Had the slide whistle. She's really upset about it. She's, uh, you know what? I love that she keeps it light around the office. She does. She does. That's why. That's why I wanted you here. She's uh, playing the slide whistle. Uh, she's. Uh, oh wait, why doesn't it be so negative? If you're a bit, it's a bit more writing. It couldn't it be everything was okay. But then the slide whistle wouldn't have been. Oh, you're right. <laughs> No, we're not ready yet. Can I tell you what makes me laugh? And by the way, nothing Chris does is wrong. Everything. I mean that. I mean, everything's right. He's great. And you can't do that bit. You can't do that. You can't do that because he's doing a bit that he had in his head, not the bit reacting to what I'm doing. Does it make sense to you a little bit? I'm about to say that, like, he, when he messes up or something happens, like, I always think about the 95% of the time that it's right there. So I don't ever do that. I don't, it's not like, they're not the joke of the show, the guys that do the music. Some other podcasts, they do that. I don't want to mention names. Kid. Now I have to edit it out, sir. Because the guy's like, who? Um, so, uh, uh, well, I forget what I was saying. I was about to compliment you. You said uh, nothing I've ever done in my whole life is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was something. It was with the slide whistle, and you were going to play it. Oh, the bailouts. So, so it's always, you know, it, it's 99% of the time it's the right choice. If it's not something I was ready to do, it's fine, too. So I always say, hey, Chris, play the bailouts when you think a bit has run its course, and that'll help us get out of it. And, and sometimes he plays it with me, and then we're still thinking it's going good. We're like, oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's over there. Oh, I think this is that time he's talking about. Where are the bailouts? That was a story brought to you by Clorox. What? Oh, I lost my show. I thought I could do anything I wanted. Chris Hardwick listens to the show, and that, that means it's over. Okay, go ahead. I still am going to find out about your dog. Yeah. What do you want to know about? What, but did you want to, you wanted to do, you had one more joke about the positive. You said, I said, you said it had to be negative to be funny. And I went, oh, and you went, oh, yeah, and you had an idea. Oh, I was just going to tell you your results were, were, were negative. Oh. <laughs> well, that could be good. Like negative meaning uh, you're not going to need to use your insurance. Because you're fine. Oh, oh here, oh, here I, I can do one more bad news one. You're still fucking ready with your jokes? Okay, here, here's, here's one bad news one. Uh, t- okay, Todd, uh, Todd I, know, uh, I know you sent me out looking for uh, the, the, an, another slide whistle, and uh, I, I don't know how to tell you this. There, there was a crazy accident at the slide whistle factory. Every single slide whistle in the world has been destroyed. What about that one? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> do you want to hear something beautiful? Eddie Pepitone sings, give us a chance to recoup and get to know each other. Yeah. Eddie Pepitone is a funny comedian. How many people are familiar with Eddie Pepitone? I love it. And if you're not, go, go watch his uh, Netflix special, In Ruins, and go also watch, uh, my audience knows this, but watch In Ruins, it's his Netflix special, it was out a year ago, I'm telling you, you will fall in love with it. It's art, it's pure joy, Eddie Pepitone. And then watch Bitter Buddha, that's what sort of the uh, guy by the name of Steve Feinrich, who's a friend of mine, did a documentary on him. And that too, if you've never seen it, I'm telling you, you will fall in love with him. But he sang on my show, and uh, he sang uh, Mr. Rogers, you know, Won't You Be My Neighbor? And then one of our listeners, who I will, God damn it, I hate forgetting his name. Oh, I remember his name, it's, 
So uh, he sent that in to us. And uh, it, he did a, such a great job. He did like a really great job, and I love it. But he just took Eddie, I think he manipulated his words here and there, but then he added the music to it. So I'm gonna let it breathe, and, we'll, and we're, uh, let, let's hear a little bit of that. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Any questions for Chip? Okay, so Chip, so you have to wake up and walk your dog. Yeah. I, my fiance does it. She does the early shift usually. So is that, does that, because I, I don't want to take it the wrong way. Like, I understand there's people, because I know I'm one of them. I love dogs. I don't think if I had to walk it, I would get it. Because that's a lot of fucking work, right? Stop being mean. <laughs> nah, these angry divorcee women come sit on the sofa and just fucking sip their goddamn Long Island iced teas with their husbands that are miserable. And, <laughs> and look at they both work at the improv. They're not even dating. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> they're not. I hope they're not. Oh my God! Here. Melba and and Rudy. Melba and Rudy sitting in the tree. K I S S I N G. First comes love. Second comes marriage. Da 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 da. So much fun to be like your R when you're 12 for the rest of your whatever. I didn't do that when I was 12. Um, yeah, look, look uh, at them. Next thing you know, they're gonna join the Navy. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, shut up. They have a golden retriever. They walk by your house. You're like, get a skateboard. Uh, you're like, wait a second. I don't understand. Because I used to have an elephant. This is a true story. And this guy would walk by. Get a skateboard. I said, you know, all right. Uh, don't feel bad if one of my jokes doesn't work. It's okay. It's like it doesn't ruin my night. Because I think sometimes you're like, ooh, that, did, that landed nowhere. I'm used to it. Uh, so am I. So you would walk your dog, and, and what do you do when it's freezing cold? Don't you yeah. ever? Because you have a dog. What is your dog again? It, it's like a lapsu-apsu shih tzu mix, like a little terrier okay, so kind of cool guy. I would, have a, I would figure out something. Here's, here's what you do. Here's, here's, you put his ass out the window and you close it? Right, yeah. No, that's like what it. my friend used to do in New York. He'd put his dog. He, no, it's a true story. So no, this is a true story. This guy, he has a great, a great day in New York, and he puts his ass out the window and lets it shit out the window. Whoa. Yeah, so a lot of people are like, well, how does he train to do it? There's a school where you bring the dog to it, just like for training, and you go, can you, like, they teach cats to go on the toilet, and they teach your dog to shit out the window. Whoa. And it's amazing, and it's not even that expensive. It's for like $100, you can teach your dog how to shit out your window. Now, you might think, you let your dog shit out the window? There's these things you buy, and you put them out the window, they're like trash bags, and the shit falls into the trash bag. Who would that audience be in real life? No, seriously, like you were, you were great. But who would that be in real life? They're like, oh, because you're thinking, well, the ship must hit the floor. No, there's a trash bag. Oh. 
So I don't know. I would think with your dog, I might cheat. I don't like the pee pads. If it, it, I don't give a shit about it. I don't want to spend my whole life being upset about things that don't concern me. Someone in the audience has a pee pad. If it works for you, I'm saying I don't want to walk a dog. And if you have a little dog, you know what it is? I think pee pads represent little dogs that people think are like, there's calm little cool dogs. If you have a calm little cool dog and you got a pee pad so you don't got to go walk it, you're doing the right thing. It's this fucking idiot with his golden retriever. No yeah. offense, I know you're in the military. Thank you for your service. But Thank you for your service. But if you're going to walk that goddamn golden retriever around the neighborhood when it's bitter cold or sticky, I'd throw it. What do, you, what do you like if you had to put up with it? I think I'll know the answer. The, the sticky summers or a, a fucking cold? I, I prefer to have the sticky summers. Oh, really? Yeah. No, sorry. I, no, there's no right answer. answer. I just, I, I thought we'd Can we do it again? Dude, listen to no. me. Ask me again. No, would you rather have... Okay, what's going on? There's a laser light over there. Um, wow, here's my wife, Barbara. <laughs> hey, honey, she was just taking care of the kids. They're in the van. <laughs> no, it's nice. I deck it out. Shag carpeting on the, on the, on the floor areas and stuff. Not even on the roof. Uh, do it again. Oh, we just, we just went back. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> He's a quiet storm. How about Chris doing the sound effects? Uh oh. Doing the sound effects. Wow. He knows how to use a computer. Wow. Look at him with his beard. Goodness gracious. Wow. So, what was I going to repeat? You were going to ask me if I like the hot or the cold. Oh, do you, but do you like the hot? Oh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Well, I tried in case Aristotle wants to edit it in. I, I try to make it. You know my big trick to edit stuff in? And you'll, you'll like it. From, sometimes in the middle of the show, I forget where I'm at. I don't want to make Aristotle have to go back and do much, so, so much work. I'll go like this. I'll just go, oh, I don't even care what I was talking about. I just want to talk about something completely different. And then that'll always make sense. You get it? Because that's what I'm... Uh, fuck it. You don't give a shit. No, I thought... No, no, I thought you people wanted to know about the inside of the podcast world. But you don't give a shit. You're like, just be funny instead. We don't care about what Aristotle does. Um... Do you like the... Let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you... Uh, would you rather have the sticky summers or the, the, the just bitter cold? Which would... You don't like either. I know. Right. I'm not saying what you want. What I want is 75 no humidity. Uh, that's what I want. But if you had to have one or the other, which would you have? You know, I prefer the uh, bitter cold. That's how I am. Is that right? No, no, that's really true. Is that right? You and I have something else. Let me ask the audience. Raise your hand if you, if you, if you go... I don't love the sticky summers. I want to ask you why you hate the sticky summers. You're not saying, but you have to choose over that. And let me not say, I'm going to change the floor here for bitter cold. It's, what's cold before it gets, the, the average cold it gets? Like, what is that? Like, when it's 5 degrees out or 10 degrees? That's, what? Fucking cold. Fucking cold. Yeah. Would you rather deal with the fucking cold or the, or the sticky heat? Who would rather deal with the sticky heat? Raise your hand. Okay. Okay, you, you're saying you love the sticky heat, but you'd rather than that bitter cold, you're going shoveling is part of it. I get it. There's, a, there's more. How many people would go, you know what? I don't like the shoveling, and I don't like the fucking cold. I get it when it wraps around, but I'll take it over those. Let me explain summer to you first in case you want to change your opinion. No, no, seriously, in case you want to change your opinion. You go, oh, summer's hot. Uh, the itching of the fucking arms, the constant mosquitoes. You can't sit outside, and it's hot, and there's residual damage because when it's hot outside, you go inside, and now your shirt's sweaty. If you're cold, even if it's fucking cold, you're like, God damn it, cold. Once you get inside, within 25 seconds, you feel great. You feel great right away. You don't have to change your shirt. And you can get warm with clothing. You can't get cool with nudity. 
I don't care how naked you get. And it's itching and the bugs and the things. And you go outside in the summer and the side, oh, God damn it, one fucking little mosquito bite on your ankle. Even if that's shit. And it just, then you start gnawing at your ankles. With that in mind, I'd be the worst lawyer in the world. Please, you cannot leave the witness. Shut up. I got to paint a picture. How many people would go, I'll, I'll, I'll take the freezing cold? Wow. You changed some minds tonight, did, did I change your mind or was that, because it seemed like more, it seemed like that was an honest number because a lot of you said, raise your hand twice, the guy in the military. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So you walk your dog, so I think that's fine. But, um, you know, I had a friend of mine had a great day and he learned, taught him how to shit out the window. Are you serious? Oh, that's a true story. Wow. No, yeah. <laughs> he put a trash bag outside. <laughs> I want, to, I want to play something for you. Everything's great. Are there, by the way, seriously, so don't forget. Does anybody have a question? <laughs> Sir, uh, I don't have a dog. I want to get a dog, but I don't. It's the hair that I'm scared of. I'm a very organized person. I'm not like, it doesn't matter. I just, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm close. I want to get something. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I even like some people go with cats. I don't even mind if I can get a cool cat, like a cat that's friendly. You know the type of cat I want? I had a cat for a while, and then it's a long story. My significant other's mom took it. How about open I am about my life? Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so her name was Looney, and she, she came to my house for a little while. She was petrified of me, and then she ended up just taking to me one day. Not a little bit, like, crazy. Like, if I was shaving, she would sit up next to me. And I would always go, Looney, stop. But I loved it, I think. You know what I mean? Because, and then I'd push her on the floor. I'd not push her on the floor. I'd put her on the floor. And then I, she'd come right back up and sit right there. She'd right there. She'd want to she'd wanna take her face while I was shaving and mush her face. And, you know, like, they go, oh. I'm like, no, Looney, you got to stop. Seriously. Or in the middle of the night, she'd start digging into my head with her paws. And I'd be like, Looney, stop. Please, you're killing me. But inside, I was like, I loved it. I was like, stop it already. Let me have some room. <laughs> Come on. But, so I would get a cat like that. Did you ever have a cat? Yeah, we have a cat, too. What's your cat's name? Ernie. <laughs> you like I love animal's name. Ernie. Ernie. Name, does he look like an Ernie? He does. He totally looks like an Ernie. What's it's he look like? It was a cat. He looks like a fucking cat named Ernie. He, uh, <laughs> no, he's, uh, you have a picture of him? I, I don't have a picture of him. He's, he's gray. We'll put it up on the big screen. Put That's a cell screen. phone for this audience. Yeah. <laughs> Put it up on the big screen right here. Uh, How old is he? Uh, he's probably about seven. Seven, seven years old. He's got a lot of time left. Yeah. They live forever. Does anyone else have a cat in the room? Yep. Sorry, we can't have cats in the room. Sofa, if you're wondering why we play that jingle, because the joke is like Chris Harwick, you know, he's like, you know, we see, we say, oh, it's podcast, we do it, we want, but when it gets like that, an unnecessary thing, Chris Harwick goes, that's the fucking end of the show. Ma'am, you can't walk around the room. Uh, oh, I bet you're yeah. Oh, does anybody else have a cat in the room? Yeah. Oh, we, we have a friend of the show. Are you all right? Yeah. You feel good? We have a cat. I don't know if anybody in the audience knows Rory Scovel. Is he related to you? Is that a cousin of some sort? Is that your cat's name? Or like Lori Scoville. Yeah. Lori Povich? Sir, are you kidding me? Rory Scoville. Who? Who? Rory what? 
Rory Scoville. He was in Rory Scoville. No one knows. No. Wait, uh, this is embarrassing. He's gonna hear this. Rory Scoville is a funny comedian friend of mine, and everyone. Boo! Are you booing? You're gonna boo because I mentioned Rory Scoville? Are you shitting me? Folks, and I'm not trying to play the good guy. First of all, he's a friend of mine, and I know you're trying to, but Roy Scoville's a funny guy. So Rory has a cat that... Before Todd here, um, and, he, and his cat uh, he calls up and makes the, the funny prank phone calls, and he sends them into the show. Play the uh, the one where you know the. Uh, the one. I want to play it like the time. Pause. I want to set this up. This cat loves making prank phone calls. That's what he got. Like you know, like he's heard other people do it. And he like he thinks he gets it, but he you know I don't want to overshadow it up, but I will. So it's like almost adorable. Like this cat just loves making them so much. You can tell once he does it. He's like once he get, delivers it, he's like loving it more than they're even probably falling for it. So here. Is your refrigerator room? I love it. He goes, because the cat thinks he can't say the part with, well, why don't you go catch it unless he says it. So he's got to go, is it? Is it? Go ahead. Play it. I love Jesus. She's like plays it so well. Like she's nice. She's nice to the cat. She's not like, what are you doing? She's like, that's a good one. That gets me. It seems like she's a sweet person. You should meet her in person. <laughs> Chicken sandwich. Um, so do you want to hear one more? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this one, you know, sometimes I think I overexplain bits. I think sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. This one is he's calling, because it was hard for me to understand at first, but I know the I know the cat. 
He's calling his girlfriend this cat, and he's saying that he got captured, like he's captured in a car, but he's pulling a prank on his girlfriend, the cat, you know, so, but here we go. He's acting like, oh, honey. Stuff. Look at him touching everything. Ooh. Ooh. I've got glass. I have fingers on each hand and I touch everything. Everything. How about Marcus joining in? Look at you. One time, I drew George Carr and I caught Marcus doing the bit. Sometimes these these guys aren't usually with me. I'm just on stage with those two guys a lot. And then I tell them to do the, oh, excuse me, blah, blah, blah. The drummer, the other the other keyboard guy was doing it great. Uh, it wasn't Bryce. And I look over and I, no, no, I mean that, that I'm not, uh, I'm saying, it, uh, yeah, fuck. Right. Bryce, fuck. You, make, you don't make them feel very good if you don't do that. Because he would have wanted you all to commit to it. It, would fit. it makes you smile. It does. It's not a mean chant. It's so over the... So I look over and I hear Marcus, the other guy, the iron keyboards, whoever that was, his, his uh, friend of his that had gout. A lot of fun to hang out with. <laughs> That's a true story. But not that I cared about everything about him was very boring. And then I go, hey, you want to go out? He goes, well, I have gout on my leg. And that's not a joke, but it did put the, it, it did seal the coffin on his funness. He goes, I go, where'd you meet him? He goes, hey, I, at school, I see him sometimes. I go, oh, well, thanks for inviting him into the show to play. <laughs> so uh, um, he, I, look, I listen over and he's going, rumble, 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 rumble. Literally, I swear, kid or child. I'm like, Marcus, after the show, what are you doing rumble, rumble? He goes, I thought he was doing it. I could just make some extra filler noise. I'm like, well, I'd prefer if he'd said stuff. <laughs> rumble, 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 rumble. And that's when I fell in love with him. All right. Uh, so what were we talking about? I feel like I'm losing my track. I'm not doing my professional show that I normally do. What? Yeah, you touched up. You're not a germaphobe. Oh, yeah, not a germaphobe, but sheets. Here's what I don't... Has anyone ever heard me talk about this? Because I don't need to talk... You, it doesn't bother you. No, not really. It should. And it, 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 no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Because there's something. Is everybody has something is clean. First of all, if you're not clean at all, that's that's okay too. But if you're if you're thinking, I know I'm pretty well. There's something you go. I guess I do have something like. Uh, you'd think that would bother me, but it doesn't. You know, I, I had some things like that. Like I used to throw my dry. I don't do it anymore because someone made fun of me. Now I had to fucking. I used to throw my dry cleaner tags. I used to dry clean everything. Well, in the 80s you did. 
Oh, look how, look how pressed my polo shirt is. You look like a fucking idiot. You'd, no, you'd wear a triple X, even if you were a medium, and you would bellow out, and you'd press it, and you would bring it in your car and put it on just before you went in places. Early 90s. Edit that. And, uh, and, uh, and I used to throw the dry cleaning tags behind my, uh, uh, trunk. I had like a trunk in my room where my TV was on and I would throw the dry cleaning packs behind there. There's like hundreds of them. And I know, I was like, why didn't that bother me? I don't know, but I don't do it anymore. But the hotel things, I, I know they wash the pillowcases and I know you have to touch things. I get it. You could go, what about the rugs? I, I don't think that counts. You can put socks on or you walk around in bare feet or whatever. I just, I do, but it, it, it's, it's the, the, the bed. Like, so sometimes they take a, a down comforter and they put it between two sheets. You understand? Not a duvet. That, you slip it in. I don't mind if, I get it. You can't have everything brand new. You're at a hotel. There are things that are necessary things to ask for, and there's things that aren't. I'm trying to put this in the category. So what I'm asking, and I'll tell you what it is, is some hotels are going, no, that's too much. I get it. There's, I get I have to use a blanket that's been used before. I get it. All I ask is you put it in a duvet and zip it shut, that there is a sheet that has been Cloroxed the fuck out of it, and that's when I pull it up to my mind. I'm not going, but it's dirty in there. I get it. They can't. They just can't. They can't. If you request one, I heard you can get it. But the two sheets folded, it's going to come out of there. It's going to come out during the middle of the night. When you have just two sheets, you move around, and eventually that, that blanket pulls out. You don't care. Or you just put it into the category, like, you're going to touch germs. You put it into the category of like this. Like, yeah, you touch the bottom of the mic. I pull shit and cum up to my face. And some people are like, I get it. Because you're like, yeah, it's like your dry cleaning tags. I pull shit and cum up to my face. You don't mind at a hotel pulling the blanket up to your face. Oh, someone's ass was here. Oh, no, I'm not a germaphobe. You don't go, well, that's legitimately gross. And that's what hotels do at nice hotels. I'm talking to Doubletree. I stay at nice places. Yeah. Well, and I think it is, I think they, it's, it's all about the presentation. You walk into a new hotel room, you just get it, get it, and everything looks perfect, and it's like brand new. If I were to see, like, it, it, instead of like that three hour gap of when the last guy checked out, like, if the, if the guy was, if, if, if I saw some, like, just slob walking It'll be sexist. It could be an ugly, oh, no, that. It could be a disgusting woman. It could be a disgusting woman. That should be fair. You don't be sexist yeah. anymore. Not only it could be a gross woman or a gross guy, it's, it's 2016. <laughs> If you saw the person. Right, and she's walking out dripping a burrito. And you. And you saw her, I'm like, oh, she is awful. And then I would just go scrub myself from head to toe. Well, some people think it doesn't matter. Obviously, technically, someone's germs, whether they're aesthetically better looking than some other people, the germs are germs, but it does visually. It's like when I go, in, if I have to use a public bathroom and then someone that leaves looks nice, I'm like, oh, at least I gotta, gotta use that toilet for someone that looks nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, can, I, can I say one more thing, though? Yes. You won't forget this. No. It's a legitimate story. Yeah. This is a... I just want to make sure... Oh, oh I want to say one more thing. Because is there anybody that agrees with me about the hotels? I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's unacceptable. Yeah. So, so here, let me explain something. So the, I, I am telling you this about the double jig because it said that's not... That's just an average hotel. They have everything zipped in. And I... One of the women came up to my show. This is a true story where I was staying. She goes, you know, it's funny. The double tree has a rule that we think anything that's on the bed should be washed. That's not too much for the customer to ask for. Whether they do or they don't. Even if we have, like, pillows, you know, sometimes they have a pillow at the bed or two. There's covers for them, and they get changed every time. So there is statement, but other hotels are going, no, we don't, we're not going to, Doubletree gets it. Yeah, how about this? Because uh, sometimes they have a clean bed, and then they put a throw pillow at the end. Now, I know you might think that's not that a big deal, but what's not to get? I picture them all getting around. Okay, so we agree, Clorox, duvet, zip shut, blankets in there, it's Clorox. The pillows obviously get brand new crisp pillowcases. That's the way we'll have the bed, and someone goes, what about just one decorative pillow that could have shit on it? Okay, and somebody went, nothing! What don't we get? What we're trying to do 
If it's on the bed, it has a fucking clean, zipped thing. Can we put it like a... Hey, I, 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 I don't want to be barked at. I'm just trying to make her hotel nice. What about just something at the end of the bed, like a little blanket, you know, one of those little throw blankets, and there could be shit and people can sat on that. Who, who's doing it? Who goes nothing? If it's on the bed, it's fucking washed. Doubletree says, uh, uh, you sh- uh, I'm sorry you have to yell about that, but you do because the other hotels are going, they, well, people don't want any shit near them. <laughs> no, we have meetings. I'm the CEO. I heard Todd Glass do his bit. He's so fucking dumb. He thinks, everybody wants it like me. There's people that don't mind unwashed things on their bed. We know what we're doing at this hotel. hotel. All right, go ahead. <laughs> that was his... Oh, I'd like to hear Chip's story about the point. Oh, I, I can tell that story. So this is a true story to George Carlin. Yeah, this is a true story. This, this, this happened. So yesterday, uh, I checked into the hotel, and, and I was staying with Todd, and he was already at the club when I got in. So he was just like, just give your name at the, at the front desk. I'm going to leave you. And by the way, can I point out one thing? They both got rooms today, but last night I fucked up, so Chip stayed in my room. And you know what? It was fun. We slept. We were like in bed, and then you're like doing bits. You're like... <laughs> you think it's funny, Rudy? I didn't think that was funny at all, Rudy. Thank you. That's why they call him Rudy. <laughs> that was my only good joke all night. <laughs> so he, so yeah, I, I thought he was kidding when he first told me the story. So, so Todd leaves me a key at the front desk, and I just said my name. I was like, my name's Chip Chancey. I'm staying with Todd Glass. He said he was going to leave me. And they even asked my ID. They're like, oh, can I give you your ID? And I gave, gave it to him. And they're like, here, you're in room 115. So uh, I grabbed the key. I went in. And it was this beautiful suite. It's, it's gorgeous. I was like, boy, Todd's living high in the hog here. Like, you know, this is pretty fancy. And I, yeah, I put my stuff down, and I, I sat down. I'm just, like, hanging out because I had a long drive. And there, there, was a, there was a cheese plate out and cheese and fruit. And I was like, wow, this is In really all fairness, nice. I did have a cheese plate in my room, too. And I don't yeah. want to make right. this good. So, so, so you see this cheese plate. I'm, like, just sitting there. I put my – and I was like, all right, I be, be, better get ready. So uh, I, I started, like, getting undressed, and I needed to press my suit because I wore a suit because I'm a fancy guy. And uh, so I needed to iron my suit. So I went into the bedroom. I've been in the room for like 10 minutes at this point. I went in the bedroom and uh, to get the, to the closet to get the ironing board. And I noticed that there was all these ladies' dresses in the closet. <laughs> he, he doesn't know. Maybe, you know, I'm like, hey, maybe go back Todd. on Mark Marin. Right, exactly. You know, they, you know they, they, Todd likes it. Todd likes it. Maybe it's form-fitting. He enjoys it. But there's a lot of ladies' dresses. And, like, he's going to be here for a day. And then, like, there's also men's, uh, men's suits in the closet. And I'm like, this seems awesome. Off. And uh, I look, there was, there were some suit, suitcases, so I look at the tag on the suitcase, and it said, I don't want to say the actual name, but it just had a different person's last name. What was the name? It, should I say it? Yeah. Uh, it's Chardley. <laughs> and the lady even said, she's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Chardley. And I was like, no, man, like, it's Chantry. Chantry. But when like, I called Char- down, Chantry. she heard, I like, I go down, and I go, here's, here's the way this all happened. Yes, it's Ship Chantry. Okay, Chardley. And then he gets in the room. They could have walked in. I would have been like half naked just ironing a suit. Wait, I don't want you half naked in my room. I know. Gross. Gross. I'm sorry. And I shit all over your bed. That's what happened. Just shit everywhere on your bed. Just shit on the the, the duvet cover. Wait a second. Did you bring your great day? Because I saw shit out the window. I brought my great day and I put him out the window, but I just shit right on the bed. I actually went to a school where they trained you to shit on the bed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I went to a school. It was a fancy school. The bed shitting school. Yeah, I got into the Naval Academy, but I said, no, I'm going to bed shitting school instead. I need to find a, a lady with my own personal interests. What if you got a dog that was blind and you got a seeing eye dog for the dog? Would that be adorable? <laughs> I almost want to fake it, just have a fake blind dog. You can teach them to keep their eyes shut. Uh, no, it's good school. But uh, I, 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 I used to... 
I used to have a joke about a cat. I taught my cat how to shit anywhere it wants. It's really amazing how it went. I said, if you're mad at me, shit in things of mine. And he did it. Yeah. Some comedian used to have a joke that they have all types of cat food. Who did this joke? But they have like chicken. They don't have bird flavor though. I remember I heard that joke 30 years ago. I still remember that joke. And it's true, they like birds. You know, mice flavor, new by Friskies. Um, does your cat and your dog get along? No, my cat loves my dog. He just like wants to be near him, and my dog wants nothing oh, to do with him. That's a hard I, life. It's so sad. We try that. We try to put them together. Yeah, and my dog's totally aloof. Doesn't pay attention to any other dogs usually. Either. He just is in his own world. And he just, the cat just wants to be his friend so much, and he just doesn't pay attention. It reminds him of our relationship. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Todd, do you want to hang out today? You're like, no, I got, I got things to do. I'm going to the movies. No, it's the opposite. Whenever I'm in Philadelphia, I like to go down and get three patch cheesesteaks. That's what our life is when we go there. I get one at Gino's, and then I get one at Pat's, and then I ask the person who's visiting where they'd like to split the third one. <laughs> Chris nods his head no. I say that for the listening audience. I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, you never went to Philadelphia with me. Oh, that's... No. Oh, look at him. Look how sad he is. So, so you guys are... You, you two are going back to Philly later? Is that, is that we're driving to... Yeah, no, no, we're staying tonight, because they're doing... Yeah, a, yeah but you guys, are, you guys are going... Well, uh, we have a, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I, I'm driving. Oh. Well, you're going to Atlanta, right? Yeah, His dad's a pilot, so he flies for free for another year. So. Whoa. Wow. Oh, Where? What? <laughs> yeah, his father died in a plane crash, so now Delta Airlines He's is alive. nice enough to give his son some free flights to make him feel better, and now you just bring it on down. Oh, did I make you go? Can you turn this up a little, please? Before we... Oh, he just makes a generic one for every audience. Oh, the DC And here's me. I was doing what I did with the band. I, was like, I hope you love the Todd Glass Show and all its fun. Have some fun. There you go. Please clap for him. I don't like to do that. He loves this DC audience. Thank you.
You will laugh at home, I promise you. They're just sitting right now, people with their headsets. What the fuck is going on there? We're acting little. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to not do this anymore. You understand me? It's an order. My mom used to uh, make a big bowl of icing and let us eat it for dessert. So, so we have to go in for the clothes. God, sorry. Oh, wow. What time is it? God, it goes so quick. I mean, we could go a teeny bit over, but I want to be respectful. Wow. I don't want to give anyone a good story. We're supposed, are we supposed to go to 10? Who said that? Is that Sarah? Yeah. Sarah, is that you over there? Thank you, too. I didn't, you weren't in the room before. Sarah's, I'm not just saying this. I really don't. I know I compliment the improv on there, so they think, well, does he just do that everywhere he goes? No, I don't say bad things ever. I try to find something nice. Even if I'm in a club, I'll probably never go back to. I find the sweetest staff member, and I and give them some good praise. But when it's somewhere like the improv, I just adore that place, you know? That, that's why the, over there, there's Melba. She's the manager, and there's Rudy, and they're just... Like, Rudy, last night, I, I did one night there in the lounge, and I like to gel everything down. I like to have it real dark. Even the bathrooms. Everyone feels ugly already. You don't got to have big, bright lights. But there was only one show, and I just didn't bother doing it. And then I walk in there, and he's putting red gels around the bathroom lights. I'm like, I fucking love you. <laughs> he's like, I try to tell them to keep it this way, but they don't listen. He, anyway. I, I don't know if you saw this. This was You just got on stage, and a guy came in kind of late, and uh, Rudy was standing there. Did you see, He came in kind of late, and uh, he... he no, no. Oh, well, there's the table. I'll, I'll tell you that story, yeah. too. No, but Rudy, this is how nice, and I just met Rudy. He seems like a really nice guy, and he's such a finish, because the guy came in, and he's like, oh, who's, who's performing tonight? He's like, oh, that's Todd Glass. He's like, I'm not a big fan of Todd Glass. Rudy took him upstairs, beat the shit out of him. <laughs> right? Uh, like, li- li- just out on the sidewalk, get just serious, just, I mean, uh, I mean, the cops showed up, the ambulance, and he just kept pummeling him. Wow, well, I'm not a big him. fan of physical he's like, violence. You know, like, I'm not a big fan of physical violence, but um, no, I don't, I don't, I would rather you not do that ever again. But I thought it was a little excessive. Like I didn't have to say it. That's the part that bothered me. The thing, he could have just felt it. I get that. His heart's in the right place. His heart's in the right place. So anyway, this this couple comes in sort of late, and it's about five minutes before showtime. I, I feel like okay, I don't want to be insecure. I was going to say, is this story boring? Well, I'm sure if it is, it's no better that I preface it. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, this this uh, these, uh, this couple came in uh, uh, towards the five minutes away from showtime, and they were sitting all the way in the back on a little table. And I was like, "Rudy, you're pretty good at getting stuff done. Let's make it like Goodfellas, you know." And they go into the restaurant. How quick can you change this low table to a high table with high chairs? And he goes, he didn't say anything. He just walked out the door. And I go, I I think I looked at whoever I was with. I'm like. He's going to get that done so quick. I just know him. He's out there right now. Oh, I'm talking to this He comes back in 20 seconds with the other doorman holding a high table. He's got two high chairs. A third person moves the small chairs and the low table out of the way, takes the tablecloth, puts it on the high table, takes a candle, puts them down, puts the chairs there. The guys sit down, and they all fucking walk out of the room. I'm like, look at you. That's the way I want life to be. You know how I want the life to be? Like when the president. You know when the president, wherever he goes, it's like the joke that the queen thinks everything smells like fresh paint. She just she doesn't know they're doing it before she gets there. She just knows that, oh, I love the fresh paint. It's all, the world is fresh paint. But anyway, that's what happens when the president goes places. They clean up. If literally, they'll, 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 if there's fields of dirt because they're building, they'll level them out and spray that green stuff on it. They'll mulch, over mulch down the highway, weedy. They go through the truck with paint, and they do all the bridges that they're going to go through. They get their graffiti off of them. The sweet streepers come in. They just make it look presentable. They want it to look at its best. They want to be proud. That's how I want it. So that's how I, when I do shows, I'm thinking about buying a sweet streeper and going into town a week early, just getting all the streets nice and clean. Picture me with a big yellow sweet streeper driving, hey, no, Todd Glass is in town. You know, we'd have it like labeled up, Todd Glass. He goes, yeah, he comes in, he sweeps all the streets. Anyway, 
A vicious person's never slept in a shit sh- uh, sh- sheet at all. No, ever. Like, just ever. He just, he's like, I've never, he's like, people don't shit on these sheets ever. He doesn't even use his own bathroom. You know, when he, well, I asked all the, I wasn't there, but I, when, of course, I, when he did Mark Maron's show, I was like so curious of weird details. And I would, I asked Mark a few of them, and, and like one of them, he, he travels with his own bathroom. Like, and then I think, of course, even though I was like, what? Oh, yeah. He's not going to go use Mark Maron's bathroom. Probably got a plunger behind the toilet. <laughs> And a cat box in there. You think the president's going to sit in there? Ugh, let's say he had a stomachache. Or even if he had to pee, he ain't going in there. But a stomachache, yeah, just sit there. Anyway, so he travels, and he does, and he put bottled water out for him. You know, of course, whenever you have a podcast, you put bottles of water out for people. You know, they don't, they don't drink your bottle of water you put out for him. The president's like, thanks. Gil, 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 gil. You know, so uh, that's all. That was the only interesting thing. And, the, and I used to love when I would be in D.C. It, happened, it hasn't happened as much anymore, probably because where the hotel's at. But uh, when the Suburbans come down the street, I don't know why that excites me. Like, you see six Suburbans, and their lights are blinking, and then the motor- motorcycles stop the side traffic, and then five Suburbans just speed down the highway. I fucking love that. Why do I like that so much? Do you know why? Thank you very much. Well, the rest of these people don't agree. I think, I think, I think, we were talking about this, I think Uber should have an app for that, where you, oh, yeah. just like, you pay a little bit extra, and you know, you get like Uber X, Uber Black, and then you get Uber, Uber, Uber Prez, and, and then you just like, just like, 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 police come up on like motorcycles, and you it's have like, to, like, it's like dollars $30,000, you get Uber, Uber cop treatment. But you're just saying, or whatever. you're saying your fucking brother to Dave and Buster's for his 30th birthday, he's like, yeah. It five, you know how the motorcycles do? They shoot two streets ahead. They block the side traffic, and then you just come through on a Segway. That would be the way to do it. <laughs> just waving wave everybody. everybody. <laughs> or just like, guys, wait up! <laughs> and you know what would be the funniest part? Right at the end of that, get ready, drummer. Right at the end of that, there's me. The Segway, the police cars everywhere. Comes him with his dog on a skateboard. Just call- <laughs> All right, here's what we're going to do before. I feel like I didn't... You First of all, you were great, but I feel like did I did, did, we didn't get to... You know, that's all right. It's such a rush. No, I mean, it was it was a run. He's a guy, I mean, Chris just, I mean, it's all about him all the time. <laughs> These people in the Navy just wouldn't go. Oh, oh I, I thought that was going to be a quick conversation. Oh, look at us. Jeez. Does everyone else feel loved? You feel good? This is a nice a nice get-together. Yeah, hold on a second. So anyway, we did the crank phone call, run from the bit. We did the thunder. This is some new Betty music that I've been thinking about you. Like, tell the story about the hotel again, and I'll just, like, the beginning of it. Okay, uh, so I went into uh, the hotel, and I was going to get my key from Todd from the front desk, and uh, I, got the, I got the key from the front desk, and so I go into the room, and I'm like, oh, Todd has a really nice uh, suite. So I go in, I'm walking around, I take my shoes off, I'm comfortable, and then I notice that there's ladies' dresses in the, the club. All right, so that, that, that's what I do with that. I did the that crank phone call. Chris uh, Aristotle's song I played. He does the music on the show. He listens to the show. Um, this, I don't know what I was going to do with this. I thought this would be, play this, if you went up to a, a field where there were people like walking around a field, like a park, and you, you play this, you just go, couples only, couples only. Throw a PA system in your car. Couples only, everybody, couples only. So that's that. This is the best. Play it more. There's a reason Wait, that music. Play that music. That, that's a fun music. Yeah. That's a fun music. That's a fun music. That's a fun music. That's a fun music. You'll be great. Because you know, like when you're at a, we uh, like a, fu- a, a funeral or viewing, and they're always playing like that. And that organ music is really kind of sad, and you're, you're getting in line, like we're ready to like give your condolences to your aunt. And then like the music just gets jumpy like that, and everybody gets happy. Like, Why? 
You're like, hold on, play it from the beginning, get really loud. Can you guys do a bouncy beat? Ba -ba -ba -bum -ba -bum -ba -bum -ba Chips intro, can we do that? Yeah, chips intro again. And by the way, thank you. Chip, 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 chip. Chip, did you remember it? No, let me hear you. Chip, 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 Second, hold on, hold on, shut the music off, and I'm being serious. Did you guys honestly learn it? Yeah. How many hours did you? No, because I'm being serious here, and I, I want I don't, I don't mean to be disrespectful. No, I, I like when the, when the audience really spends a lot of time learning the jingles. It didn't sound like you, you put. I told you to try to spend at least an hour and a half. You all spent an hour and a half learning the song. Yeah. Right, let me hear it again. got that. I did the bedding. This is another... Play, tell that same story about the hotel. Check into the hotel with this in the background. So, and you know when to bring it in. So I was checking into the hotel. I was checking into the hotel, and I, and I got the key. I gave him my name, and, and so I go up into the room, and I'm in the room, and I'm just enjoying myself. I'm like, wow, Ty has a really nice spread here. I take my shoes up. I'm walking around, and then I go into the closet. Pause it. Pause. I'm not... You're not pause. You're a person. Yeah. Um, well, and so are you, but the computer isn't. Um, oh, Jesus. Woo. Uh, I think the first one was better, wasn't it? Play, play the, uh, the bear stacks, whatever that is, betting, and tell that same story. Tell the dog, tell the story about the, yeah, the, the same story. Okay. So uh, I went into the hotel, and then I got the key, I gave him my, my number, my, I gave him my ID. I go into the room, and the room's really nice. I'm just walking around, I take my, put my, my clothes off, I'm just, I'm just having a great time. Yeah, that's, that's a lot better. That's a lot better. Yeah. Uh, and, then, uh, uh, and then I realized my wildest dreams had come true. Blackout. These are just blackouts. Uh, there's no reason, but I love it. Because I love it. You told the computer it wasn't a person. I did. I, you know what? I did to what that woman did to the dog. And I apologize. That you, everybody's a person. Uh, so anyway, there's that, and there's that. I'm gonna make sure I thank everyone. Then we have a fun, I'll have a fun closing. So. Um, Rudy, Melba, Lights, Thomas, Sound, Greg, Sarah, you, you don't, your title is endless. Um, uh, Will, I, don't, I, I know it seems a little long with the thank yous, but I, I like to do them, you know, because it, it's, it's everything. Uh, Will, are you in the room? There he is. I thought you were rude. I thought you were rude. No, same thing. We got here. There was like all the, he was just so nice. I'm like, oh, those guys are meeting us. He went down, he got the guys in the band, and then Chris was like, do you have any hot tea? They have a big spread out, so much food. And then he's got a, the next thing we know, there's tea in the room with steam everywhere. I lit it. Um, and, uh, and, and you were great. You were just really cool. You were made, made me relax. So everybody think everybody, Melba, if you want to hook up after the show, I'm in for it. I'll give a little, have a little fun. Um, you know me, I like the party. Um, you, thank you. And uh, are there any questions? Did you design this one yourself? Sir, I don't, oh. Um, <laughs> well... 
<laughs> the guy expects it's going to be. No, you know what? That's another thing that they did. Like, usually when you do podcasts, I'm not complaining. If it's at a comedy club, most comedy clubs, at least that I work, are pretty cool. And they have some style, so you do it at a comedy club. But a lot of times, you, they're having a comedy festival or a, a podcast festival. They do it in banquet rooms. You think, well, what can you do with banquet rooms? Nothing. They don't. There's, there's a fucking shitty table with no tablecloth. I bring a table. I gel all the lights. You know, because I told uh, Thomas, I go, he goes, you bring your own gels because he saw them in my bag. I was a little embarrassed. And I'm like, oh my God, how did they get there? Um, so I go, it could have been those people that stayed in my room accidentally. <laughs> it didn't even happen, but I worked the story to my favor anyway. Um, and, uh, I, and they did it all. And then they had the old sofas in the back or the sofas. So it's sort of like, you know, made it late. we're doing a podcast here. They put this table up on the stage, the old sofas. They had the blue gels on already. So, right? And how many people listened to the podcast and thought, oh, Todd must have had a, done his thing in here? No. No. I mean, well, there's a few things. But anyway. Well, no, Thomas gets upset when I talk about it. So I thought a good way to end. Are there any questions? Any more questions? We have time for fi- uh, 500 questions. Wouldn't that be the worst way to end the show? 500 questions, 499 more. Chip, do you have any questions? I, I don't think so. No, okay. I think I'm good. Uh, yes, sir, in the back with the, with the beard. All the way in the back, the last row, up in the balcony. <laughs> I'm good. In the balcony. I, I don't have a question. Oh, no, no, so you had your hand up. What's your question? No, nothing. Stop. Please stop talking. <laughs> he had his, no, he had his, he had his hand up. Yeah, he had his No, hand. sir, you had your hand up and you had a question. He was, he was even waving it. No, he what's your question? question? Just ask a question. Don't be shy. Just Don't ask. be shy. It's fine. He's a nice guy. Just ask. What is it? Why are you talking to <laughs> Because you had your hand raised. You're waving it. He said, do you have any more questions? Do you have any questions? And we pointed and we're nice. We're like the man in the balcony in the back. Could you, could you ask a question? And, and, and Todd just was nice enough to let you have the floor. So what is your question? What is your question, sir? It's a sold-out room. He's, it's the, sold only, out he's room. the only guy with his hand up. He's yeah, not every, I mean, yeah, every, obviously it was him. Up. He wanted to ask the question, so what is the question? I don't have a fucking question. Like, you don't think... I mean, uh, then why would you raise your hand? It's ridiculous. I need you to just ask the question. Todd was nice enough to open the floor, and what's the question, sir? What do I have to say to make you believe me? I, I was just stressing. You were just stressing. No, yeah, okay, but the, the fact that you got our attention, you waved us in... We need a question from you now. It's, 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 it's not going to end the show properly unless we get a question. So just think of a question. It could be any question in the world that you have about the, about the podcast and ask it. Go fuck yourself. Hey, well, that's, my friend Chip was asking you to tell... Try to be nice, sir. Chip, go fuck yourself. You, you guess what? No, ask a question. No, in all fairness, that's bullshit, sir. Sit down. Sit down. No, you don't got to yell like that. I'm sorry. I, I, I sat at this mic quiet for a long time. Notice you didn't hear me interrupting? That's because I wanted to see how you talked to my friend Chip. That's for you. What is your name? Seriously. Uh, Ian. Ian what? Guthrie. Well, that was disrespectful. That's I'm leaving. Horribly Ian Guthrie. Here's the way we're going <laughs> to. Surprised he told us his name after that. Hey, so here's how we're going to say goodnight. I have a question. And by the, uh, no, we do have to say goodnight. I have a really quick question. Yeah, go ahead. So if you check into a hotel room and it's completely clean, but then there's a used uh, baby stiper on the floor by the desk, should you change hotel rooms? No. Okay, good. Thank <laughs> So we're going to say goodnight. We're going to do, let's try to do these eyes. If you don't know it, just everybody commit. You get it. And that's how we're going to... Uh, we're going to take it to close. Thank you, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming out. Good crowd. Okay, here we go. Crank it up. Can we get it, like, really loud to fill the room? I want the energy to really be...
the things you wear it's not the way you do your hair but it's you I like the way you are right now the way down deep inside you not the things that hide you not your toys they're just beside you but it's you I every part of you your skin your eyes your feelings whether old or new and i hope that you'll remember even when you're feeling blue that it's you i like it's you yourself it's you it's you i like Now leaving Nerdist.com.